Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. Be praised, Amen. We love Him today because God, He's God all Himself. If you know the Lord for yourself, hallelujah, give him some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a good God. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to the going out of that same time. He is worthy. We love him. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, man. 
do that right now, just welcome him. Come on. Oh, we worship you, yes, Jesus. Yes, we do, Lord. We magnify your name. Come on, welcome him tonight. Come on, come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then I'll be reading your hand. Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, the twelfth through the eighteenth verse. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there should be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And as, as for thee, if thy will walk before thee, before me, as David my father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments. Then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom, according as I have covenant with David, thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel. Praise the Lord. Father God, I just thank you for all your many blessings that you have bestowed upon me, Father God. I thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right minds. Hallelujah! Thank you for starting us on our way, Father God. Thank you for touching our bodies, Father God. Heavenly Father, I just thank God for each and every member of the Greater St. Stephen's Church, Father God. Father God, most of all, I thank you for salvation today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I just thank you for our pastor. We thank you for everyone of, of that's here today, Lord Jesus. Father God, I just ask you to continue to bless us, Father God. Father God, strengthen us where we are weak as we go through the remaining days of this fast, Father God. Just strengthen us, Lord, and keep us on the right path, God. Keep us focused, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the name of the Lord on today. Truly, God is good. He's great. And he's worthy to be praised. Amen. We want to thank God for Sister Janetta giving us our intercessory prayer. Elder Miniweather um, being our presider this morning. The Deaconess Harris for our devotional reading and our opening prayer. You, you heard what the scripture said. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, pray. Seek his faith. Turn from their wicked ways. Now the next part is a promise. It's a guarantee. Because God don't lie. He can't lie. He never errs. He never makes a mistake. 
He said, I will hear from heaven and I will heal the land. I don't know about you on today, but this land, I say this land needs to be healed. Sickness and disease, poverty and war, racism, sexism, folks lying about stuff that they ain't got no business lying about. Love money more than we love God. This land needs healing. I stand this morning to welcome all of those that have joined us on Blog Talk. We're just grateful to God that you have chosen to worship with us on today. We are here for no other reason but to lift him up, to magnify him, and to exalt him and to give him what's due unto him, and that is praise. We're just so honored to see all of you on today that are here in the house. Amen. want to take a moment. If there's any first-time worshipers, that are calling us today on Blog Talk, we want to give you the opportunity to say good afternoon to us, because I know some of you are a couple of hours ahead of us. Uh, It's almost 12 o'clock here, and so if there's any first-time worshipers, you're on the line, and you want to say good afternoon, you want to give greetings, you just want to give us a shout-out, we want to give you that opportunity to do so. All you need to do is press 1 on your phone, and we can bring you on live. Press 1 on your phone, and we can bring you on live. While we're waiting on that, I do want to say thank you to everyone who has been praying this week. Have we been having a hallelujah good time? Wow. We have been having a hallelujah good time in the Lord. And everyone has been on point, and everything has been according to the will of God. When we let go and let God, he speaks through us, and he speaks to us. He can't speak to us if we always in the way. So I want to thank you. We still have some more days to go. Amen. I, I don't even know how many more days it is. We're going until the 9th of August. I sent out the schedule for this week because I, when I gave the calendar out on the first Sunday, I accidentally omitted Sister Vicki Malone. And so I added her back in, and so there is a new calendar out. So if you have the old one, know that it's been revised. So Sister Vicki will be leading us in prayer on tonight. Amen. And she's ready. You hear me? She's ready. She's been ready. And so we are excited about what God is doing in our midst, and I'm grateful to God. I want to say that we, um, we're going to fast until the 9th. We end our fast on the 9th, and on the 9th, we will be here at 6.30, um, 6.30, because at 6.45, I want to start prayer. So we will be here at 6.30. That gives us time to come in and hug on each other and fellowship and laugh and get some water and get cool. We'll be in here, and we'll have our family meeting. We'll pray. We will pray. Our intercessory prayer team will be responsible for prayer. And so as one stops, the other one will start. The one stops, the other one starts, and pick up right where they left off. So that means you're going to have to be listening. Train your ears to listen this week during prayer time. Train your ears to listen. So when you jump in, when somebody else prays, you pick up where they left off. Pastor's training now. Pastor's teaching now. I want, I want you to understand when teaching time comes. 
So if you're on the intercessory prayer time and you pick up, if Brother Farrell hangs up and say, God, I just bless you, the next thing that come out of elders' mouth it needs to be, God, we bless you. And then go from there. Don't just start your own prayer, intercessors. All right? Amen. So that's August 9th. We will be here in the building. We will have our family meeting, and then we will move as the Lord says move. We will do what the Lord say do. That's what we're seeking for, his will, his will. And so we're going to come together on the 9th. And then somebody shout 39 years. 39 years. I don't know what you was doing on your 39th birthday. And I don't know what you did, you know, during that time you lived from 39 to 40. But we are going to come together to celebrate 39 years of being a church in this community. And so we are going to have a party on August the 19th. We will be here in the yard so we can set our own time, what time we want to begin, what time we want to end. Amen. And so we'll be here in the yard, and we've got backpacks and books, books for black and brown children. We will have life jackets for children and adults. And we will have food, fun, and music. Amen. So that's August the 19th. That will be our church anniversary celebration. And we're inviting the community to come out and celebrate with us and be a part of our great day. And then on that Sunday, August the 20th, On August the 20th, so let me, let me do another teachable moment here. When we were in full gospel, and when people were praying for Bishop Morton, Mother Harris, you was right there, right? Mother Kimmons, you've been to some of those meetings, right? When they prayed for the leader and the visionary, wasn't nobody quiet. When they said we give honor to, we recognize our leader, wasn't nobody quiet. I just want y'all to know how to appreciate your leader. Because if I don't stay here, when your next leader comes, you won't know how to treat them. Or if you decide to leave and you get to another leader, You'll know how to treat them. That's a teachable moment, all right? So August the 20th. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. We will, not, we will also be celebrating our pastor's birthday. Amen. And our church anniversary. So what I'm asking is that you would bring $39 for the church. Amen. Amen. If the Lord blesses you to do more than that, that's fine. Maybe you know somebody that's been wanting to sow a seed. Tell them, sow $39. Amen. 
Because when you know people that got money, because I'm sure going to call a folk, few folk I know that like to give away money, and I'm going to tell them, can you sow $39 into our church anniversary? And let's see if we can get as close to, um, what, 1000 3000 Let's see if we can get to 3000 Let's see. 3900 Brother Farrell said 3900 That's our goal, $3,900. We're it into existence. So that means we're not going to have a closed mouth. We got some friends that, that, that go, don't go to church. Y'all got some friends that play the scratch off, and they win $39 every now and then. They can, they can, they can sow a seed onto some good ground because we do good things here. Amen? So those are our pastoral observations. The other observation I have, and I want us to be praying for Pastor, what is Pastor Brown's first name? Frank Brown. Is it Frank? No, Franklin Brown, the pastor of Community AME up here, Pastor Brown. His mother is Hazel Brown, and she passed away. She was 92 years old. They're having her homegoing celebration on tomorrow at Maranatha. So Pastor Brown uh, reached out, and he says, Pastor Black, I've walked with people for years who buried their parents. I've walked with people who have buried their mothers, but I've never known the pain until now. So let's pray for him tomorrow, him and his sisters, Hazel and Cheryl Brown. Let's pray for them tomorrow. Let's keep them lifted up in prayer. We're also praying for Bonnie Johnson's family and this community. Some of you might not know her, but Bonnie Johnson is a community advocate she works closely with families that are um, drug and alcohol um, uh, programs. Bonnie is there. She a, was a public speaker. She was a motivator and encourager. Her children and her grandchildren will be funeralizing her real soon. So we want to keep that family lifted up. Also the family of Miracle. Because she works close with the, those families at Miracle. So not only are the Johnson or those children suffering, but the community is. She's sponsored. Um, Sister Tanya, do you know if she sponsored people? So she did. So she sponsored. So some of those people need our prayers today. I don't know if you've ever had somebody that you just look to because you're going through and you, you need some help. You reach over to call them and they ain't there no more. What you going to do, Cletus? What you going to do? So let's pray. Let's pray. Remember, our prayers don't just include my four no more. So I'm giving us some names and some people that we can pray for this week. Because let me tell you, when you take your hands off of your mess, God has the opportunity to clean it up. So when you're praying for other people, you ain't got time to be trying to dibble and dabble in the mess that you uncreated. That's another teachable moment. This is good today. I'm just having all kinds of teachable moments. She can go in. I'm liking this. Okay, so that, that's the Brown family, um, the Johnson family. Let's not forget to pray for Mother Gloria and Sister Vicki. 
Pastor Trish, Mother Gloria lost her brother. Her brother passed. She didn't lose him. He passed. And so we want to keep her lifted up in prayer. You've done an awesome job. I want to share something with you that I had a conversation with some people um, here that that are members of our church, and they 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 said something to me that I I promised to do better with. They had a death in the family, and only three people from the church called them. Now I I I could have went four five different ways with this conversation. But what came back to me when the Holy Ghost spoke and Kim got out of the way was the church needs to do unto others as we would have others do unto us. So we had a family that was offended because all of us did not reach out to them when they had a death in the family. So we want to do better. And some of you saying, well, didn't nobody call me but Pastor, Mother Kimmins, Mother Mays, Mother Harris. But just think, you might have some word to say to encourage them and strengthen them. All right? So that was another teachable moment. I, I said we would do better. So the next time we have someone in the family that is grieving, let all of us reach out to that family. Don't say, I, I don't talk to them. Don't say, I ain't seen them in years. Don't say that. Let's just show love and be real. Amen? Amen. Um, I think that's all my announcements. Um, let me see. Get ready for St. Paul's Women's Conference. This is the fourth annual Women's Conference. And I want all of our women there. And the church is going to pay for you. So if you just can't make it, let me know so we can help somebody else go. It is the 23rd and 24th of September, Friday and Saturday. This is the fourth year I have been serving as the co-chair, and we want to show up and show out. There's been some powerful teaching, powerful teaching, and some, what you say, Brother Farrell, the other night? Holy Ghost moments? Holy moments. There have been a lot of holy moments at that women's conference. So I don't want us to miss it. Amen? Also, um, for you ladies that like to travel, you know, Elder has joined this travel band. For those of you that like to travel, we're going to Spokane in October. So anybody that wants to go is welcome to go. We go October 12th. Amen. Nobody remembers the date. It's October 12th. So if you want to go, just purchase your ticket on Alaska Airlines, that last flight from Friday night, and we come back the last flight on Sunday. Let me know you booked your ticket so we can put your name on the list to get a hotel room. Because I'd hate for you to fly to Spokane and have to sleep at the hotel. I mean, sleep at the airport. Amen? So that, that's what we're doing. That's, that's uh, September and October. That'll give you enough information. August, September, and October. Amen. It's time for praise and worship. 
Let's stand to our feet. We praise God for what he has done. Has he done anything for you lately? Has he done anything for you lately? Has he done anything for you lately? Somebody got to think about it. Well, let me help you think about it. He woke you up this morning. He, he clothed you in your right mind. He allowed you to get into a car, to drive down the street, to come into this building, and you are safe. That's the reason they give him praise. And then we worship him for who he is. Well, you might not know, you might not can put it into words, but let me help you. He watched over you last night, so he was a watcher. He kept the death angel away, so he's a keeper. And then he didn't allow any stray bullets or any robbers to come in and kill you, so he is a protector. Come on, somebody got up this morning and took some medicine so that they could live. He's a provider. He is a healer. Yeah, he's a healer. And so those are the reasons why we praise him and why we worship him. So let's do it together today. Let's do it together today. And for those of you that are at home, we're going to go to Ezra chapter 8. Do we have any first-time callers before I sit down? Amen. All right. We all family today. So get your Bible, Ezra chapter 8. But we're going to praise him right now. We're going to worship him right now. We're going to give him the glory and the honor right now. So before the music comes on, set the atmosphere. Come on, open your mouth and give him praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. If you're proud of the God that you serve, and you know that there is nobody like our God, those hands together. Come on. There's nobody greater. There's nobody that can compare to our God. There you go. Simple song says it like this.
greater. Our God is stronger. There is nobody, nobody like our God. If you believe that, come on, let's take it a little higher.
nights strength Strength like no other Strength like no other He reaches to me You are my peace Peace like no other Peace like no other Reaches to me You are my strength Strength like no Strength like no other reaches to me. With your hands lifted up, as we come before the throne of grace, with worship in our hearts and our mouths, we just want to say, God, we thank you. We bless your name, Father. We count it an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be able to worship together today. We're worshiping you in spirit and in truth. We're humbling ourselves. We're seeking your face. We're turning from our wicked ways. We're fasting and praying, Lord. We're trying to live in truth and righteousness. We're trying to live in complete obedience to your word, your will, and your way. And so we declare and decree favor over our lives, over our ministries, over our family, over our friends. Now, Lord, as we prepare to look to your word, we ask that you would just speak, that we may hear something we've never heard before. Speak to bring confirmation to something we heard this week, last week, last month, last year. Speak, Lord, that, that our hearts will be set on fire, that the gifts in us will be stirred up. Speak, Lord, that we will continue to pray without ceasing. Speak, Lord, so that when we lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Speak, Lord, so that when we open our mouth, out of our bellies flow rivers of living water. Speak, Lord. Now I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. And the people of God, clap your hands and shout unto God with a triumphant praise, with a spirit of expectation for the word we are about to receive right now. Amen. Bless him, bless him. You may take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Again, God is so good to us. Our lesson today is fasting and praying. He gives us what we need right when we need it. We did not know uh, uh, last month, the first part of the month, that we would be fasting. We did not know that in May. In April, we did not know that we would be fasting for 30 days beginning July 9th. But look at how good God is to us. And all of these lessons 
have, have been placed here in this book. I don't know when they published this book. But this helps me understand and realize we are walking in the path that God has ordained and predestined and ordered for us. How many more signs do you need? <laughs> what else do you need to see his hand all over the work that we're doing? So we're picking up in chapter 8. Something very interesting. I don't want to, because we left off in 6. We left off in 6, so I, I've got to catch you up to let you know what happened in 7. All right? So Ezra chapter 7, we are introduced to Ezra. Now, ain't that something? From chapter 1 to 6, the book that's named after a man, he ain't mentioned until chapter 7. Y'all, come on now, y'all. Chapter 7 says, here's the genealogy of Ezra. It said he traveled from Babylon to Jerusalem during the reign of King Artaxerxes of Persia. And it goes on to say he's, he's the son of. So it gives us a lineage of, of a line of people that he came from. One of the things that we find here is that the Lord's hand was on him. The Lord's hand was on him. Question to you today. Is the Lord's hand on you? So the Lord's hand was on him, and the, the Bible tells us that Ezra was a scribe. He was well versed in the law of Moses. Now a scribe is one who would go to uh, the prophet and write down what the prophet said to write down. And then it gets to the people. So he was a well-versed in the, the law of Moses. He was a scribe. He had found favor with the king. And anything that he asked the king for, the king would do it. Give it to him. The king. Ezra found favor. There was favor. The Lord's hand was on his life, and he found favor with the king. And anything that Ezra asked the king to do, the king did it. The Lord's hand is on Kathy. And anything that Kathy asked the Lord, the king, to do, the king will do it. Did y'all see yourself there? That's why I asked you, is the favor of the, is the Lord's hand on you? Because if the Lord's hand ain't on you, you can't ask him of anything in him to do it. Okay, so, so, so uh, Ezra, let me, let, me, let me tell you what I gleaned from reading chapter 7. Ezra was a community organizer. He, he was a planner. He was a team captain. He was a leader. He was a teacher. He was an accountant. 
he he had some gifts. He knew how to organize people. He knew how to motivate people. He knew how to encourage people. He had some gifts. Are you using your gifts in the house today? Are you using your gifts in the community? Are you using your gifts at home? Are you using your gifts on the job? Remember, the gifts that God gave you were to edify the body of Christ and to equip the saints that we may live ready to receive the prize, ready to be partakers of the kingdom. Be think makers. Wait a minute. Be big thinkers. Think out the box. Well, I can I can I can only type at work. I can only write write proposals for work. I can only paint at work. I can only organize a meeting at work. Boo, that's a lie. Because if you do all that outside of the church, you should be doing that and more in the church because the reward that comes from the kingdom building is greater than the reward of your job. See, that that job could, could play out, go bankrupt, foreclose, um, not foreclose, but close down. Then what you going to do? Find another job. And that retirement only going to last so long. Matthew say, don't store up your treasures on earth because they're temporary. But store them up in heaven where they'll last forever. So Ezra, Ezra was, 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 was the stuff, y'all. He, he, he was the stuff. He did the work. And then he knew how to gather those to help him get the work done. He gave instructions. He gave orders. He delegated. And he expected what he delegated to be carried out the way he gave it out. Then we look down here at verse 11. I'm still in chapter 7. Verse 11 through 26, the king got wind of what Ezra was was getting ready to do. He's like, Ezra is getting ready to leave Babylon, and he's getting ready to go to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. That's that's my dude. That's my homeboy. I want to see him prosper. I don't want to see him fail. I want to see everything that he do come to pass. I want, I want to see it great. So I'm going to write him a letter. The king writes Ezra a letter. And in this letter, he says, I know I've got some people leaving Babylon, leaving Persia. They've all been talking about it. Everybody's buzzing. you the hottest thing going. Everybody's talking about going with you to get to Jerusalem. Everybody wants to go. I'm releasing them. I'm giving them permission. 
And not only am I giving them permission for them to go, I'm going to send you with some silver and some gold and some money. So that what you need to build, the rebuild the, key, the temple is already there because you brought them with you. They'll get to know you because y'all also will spend some time with each other. The Bible tells us to know them that labor among us. You will know who's messy. You will know who's a gossiper. You will know who's a slacker. You will know who's the one that is motivated. You will know the one that's a team player. You will know the one who's a leader. You will know the one that has the heart that you have. You will know them. We got to know each other. Got to spend some time with each other. I, I tell everybody that I interview with, to spend time knowing them that labor among you. When I worked at SCI before I hired somebody, I didn't give them no assignment right away. I said, I want you to know them that labor among you. Spend some time with your energy assistance team because that's the team you're going to be working with. They're going to be the ones that have your back because when you get a bunch of corrective actions, you're going to need somebody to help you out. So, so spend some time. Just don't be no island to yourself. So, so he, he also, the king also did something else for Ezra. He told Ezra in this letter, anything that you need from me, just ask. And I'll do it. I'll give it. But the king loved Ezra so much, he found that he, he enjoyed his company. He enjoyed his work. He enjoyed hearing him teach and preach. He enjoyed seeing him among the people that the king sent letters to all the other places that they were going to travel through saying, hey, listen, my dude is coming to your town. They're, they, they're not staying. They're on their way to Jerusalem. Whatever it is they need, if they see that you got a strong camel, give it to them. If, if, if they see that you got a big truck, give it to them. If, 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 if they see you got paint, give it to them. If, if, if they see whatever it is they need, if they need carpet, if they need pews, if they need a, a computer, if they need a projector, give it to them. Y'all, that's how I'm praying. On these, on these fast days, y'all want to know how to pray. Lord, I want Pastor Black wants some monitors hanging up so our announcements can be on the monitor screen. She needs a power. She needs somebody to put the PowerPoint together and work the computer together. Yeah, we we yeah we want a choir and we want musicians and all that stuff. But there's some some other technical things that we need to help put us into the 21st century. Can y'all see some a TV monitor behind me? Somewhere over here, Brother Farrell, I don't know, but, but somewhere over here, there, there's a TV monitor, one over there, one over there, and, and, and the song that Sister Kamisha played for us, she could have typed the song in, and the words could have appeared on the monitor. That's what I'm praying. I'm praying, Lord, these are the things that we need. These are the things that we want. Come on now. Open it up so somebody can bless us. Sister Tanya said, Pastor, I'm going to OHSU. The, you all know that um, the Oregon State University, Oregon, Oregon State University purchased Concordia College right there on 28th and Holman. You know that? 
Yeah, so that's not that's not Concordia anymore on 28th and Holman. It's Oregon State University. All right? And so they had a big giveaway for nonprofits. And so Sister Tanya went on, on, on the other day, and we got a new um, computer with two com- monitors. And ain't nothing on the computer. We, we have to buy the stuff to put on it. That, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Brother Farrell is working hard on, on making sure the outside is beautified, trying to get us a sign. Elder Farmer is working hard. All the connections he got, he, he said, well, hey, hold up. You got this? Well, my church. We need this. We need that. So, so, so people are working. People are talking about what we need here. Now, for those of us that don't know, have those connections, our job is to pray. Everybody got a role to play. So you can pray, Lord, bless Elder Farmer and his ass. Bless, bless Brother Farrell when he asks. Bless Sister Tanya when she go and ask. Bless Mother Kimmins when she go and ask. Bless Elder Miniweather when she go and ask. Because Elder got some connections too. So, so, so the king set it up for Ezra. Now, my king, Jesus, has set it up for us that we could live just like Ezra. He says, whatever you ask in my name, whatever you ask in my name, I need to say that again because, y'all, I told you people stop praying in the name of Jesus. He said, whatever you ask in my name, his name is Jesus. His name is Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, Yahweh, Prince of Peace, Brother Sarah, Lily of the Valley, Bright Morning Star, Healer, Deliverer. So verse 27 tells us that Ezra threw a praise party. He threw a praise party. So, so, so remember I told you in my class that I took, we, we gathered together to have a community meeting. We did that a couple of weeks ago, right? Now, now from the community meeting, there was, was, was birth in us of some things that we were going to pray about, fast about, Right? We'll come back together again to, 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 to go over what we prayed about, what we fasted about, what we heard God say, and we'll look at some stuff. And then on the 19th, we're going to have a celebration. And then after the celebration, we're going to get to work. Y'all with me? That, 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 that's how they do community organizing. That, that's what my next degree is in ministry and community engagement. So those are some of the processes of community organizing. I just did some of that right here at the church, y'all see. See, see, see. I took that, that tool from Warner Pacific and I used it in the house so that so that God can bless us. So chapter eight is where our lesson takes us to. Now I, I don't understand why the author only gave us three verses, but that's okay. Because I'm I'm gonna help us out. Let me let me show you what happened here. In verses 1 through 14 of chapter 8, it gives us a list of all of the families that left Babylon, headed to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. Now, they only counted the men. 
but families went. So let me tell you how many men there was. And then you can guess whatever number you want for families. 1,488. Ain't that a lot of men? 1,488? What would we do with eight men? Plus the three we have. I don't, I don't want five. I want eight plus the three we have. Four we have. Five we have. We got five. I'm going to take that back. We got Brother Farrell, Deacon Gwen, Brother Kimmons, Brother Jerry, and, and Brother uh, Scooty. They, they told me they was members. We got five men. What would we do with, huh? Elder Farmer. That's six. Thank you. That's six. What would we do with eight more men? We ain't got to ask for 1,488. Just, just give us eight more. I, I heard Sister Kamisha uh, Deaconess, she said, I've been praying for married couples to come to the church. I've been praying for single men and single women uh, to come that have children. That's what Sister Kamisha been praying. Let's jump on that. Lord, send in more married couples. Align ourselves with the prayers of the righteous. I heard you praying, stay focused. I heard you praying, Lord, heal, deliver, set us free. Help us to follow the plan. Help us to do the vision. Help us to be on one accord. I heard all that. We got to continue to say those things that we are saying. Put it back into the atmosphere so we don't forget. So, so there was 1,488 beds plus women and children that went back to Jerusalem because they took their families with them to do the work. Verse 15, Ezra called all of them together at the river called Ahoa, Ahava, Ahava. All right? He gathered them together at this river. Ahava. Let me tell you what the word Ahava means. Thank you, Elder Manyweather, for helping me. It means disambiguation. That's another big word, huh? Disambiguation. Ambiguous means unclear. This means not. Disambiguation means to remove uncertainty, making things clear. He gathered them at a place, and the meaning of the name of this place means to make things clear. So we read that, that not only um, did he have uh, the 1,488 men, women, and children, men, with their families, but also he sought the help of some other people, and they started sending people to him. Keep reading before we get to verse 21. So now he's got a whole bunch of folk working with him. 
Some of them are leaders. Some of them are pastors. Some of them are elders. Some of them are deacons. Some of them are deaconesses. Some of them are mothers. Some of them are ushers. Some of them are praise and worshipers. Some of them are intercessors. Some of them are people that work in hospitality. Some of them are nurses and doctors and lawyers. Some of them are businessmen and Y'all know what we need. But he had this whole group of people that he was working with. And then he prays a prayer of protection. Look at your book. Ezra chapter 8, verse 21. Verse 21. This is a prayer of protection. He says, um, let me get there. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the wrong one. 28, verse 21. Ezra says, then I declared a fast while we were at the Ahava River. Where were they at? A place of what? A place where what? Things were made clear. Come on, y'all, talk to me. He was at a place where things are made clear. He said, I declared a fast while we were at the Ahava River so that we would humble ourselves before our God. Now let me ask you a question. Y'all talk to me for a minute. When you um, hear the word fast, what do you think of? Sacrifice? Hmm? Huh? Okay. Brother Farrell said stop eating. Give up something? Praying for something to happen? Cleansing? Getting in position? Denying yourself of something you want? Let me add this to your list. Discipline. So this is deeper. We got, we got to go deeper, right? It's deeper than what we remember or what we would call fasting to be. Because we want some transformation to take place in our mind. We want some renewal to take place in our mind. We want some revival to take place in our mind. So fasting brings about discipline. I was out yesterday. Y'all know, well, maybe y'all don't know, but I like bread. I like bread. And those were one of the things that I gave up. And I, I like dessert. I like sweets. I, that's my sister. And, 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 and those were some of the things that I gave up. I, and, and, and yesterday we were at my aunt's 96th birthday party. And they had some beautiful hunks of garlic bread. I fixed my plate with the lasagna and the pizza and some more pizza and some pasta 
and some olives and some peppers. And I went to the table and I sat down and I ate my food and no bread. They came around with a beautiful cake and my cousin was honking them off. She looked at me, I said, no, thank you. And she kept right on walking. I'm disciplined. It was free bread. It was already cooked, already cut. I didn't have to do nothing but put it on a plate. Discipline. Fasting is communicating with God. Y'all should be writing this down. Because we, the, next, the next one is, is, is what really this is fasting all, is all about. So the next time somebody asks you what is fasting, you'll have some, some, some deep stuff to say. Fasting enables us to go deeper in our prayer life, go deeper in our studying of the Word of God. Fasting helps us to dedicate ourselves to God. Fasting helps us to seek God's will concerning our lives. That's why we're fasting. Whoever said, well, I'm going to fast so I can lose some weight. You, you're not on the fast we on. You on your own fast. It's nice if you do lose some weight, but if you don't, look what you've gained. A deeper relationship with God. A more intimate relationship with God. Fasting is a humbling exercise. What did Deaconess Harris read from Second Chronicles 7.14? If my people which are called by thy name or humble themselves, we don't know how to humble ourselves without, without having a, a Holy Ghost moment, and fasting brings Holy Ghost encounters and Holy Ghost moments. So Ezra called a fast at a place that makes things clear. Fasting helps make things clear. Oh my, that was good. Fasting helps make things clear. So he said, I call the fast that we would humble ourselves before our God and we prayed. What is prayer? Communication with God. I don't care if you can't pray like Faye, Janetta, Kathy, Tanya, Kim, Ray, T.D. Jakes, Sarah Jakes, Joel Osteen. Charles Stanley. I don't care if you can't pray like none of them people. You pray how you know how to talk and communicate. Open up your mouth and say something. Not to please me. Not to impress me. But to talk to the Father. 
prayer is communicating with God. Kills me. People try to take opportunities uh, to tell people's business during prayer. If you need to know what I need prayer for, you don't need to pray. Have, have anybody ever told you pray for me? And then you open your mouth and say, well, what do you want me to pray for? Well, if somebody do that to you, don't just, just, just never tell them, never mind. Never mind. That's okay. I got it. Don't, don't, don't go into no conversation. If you tell, if I tell Elder Minnieweather to pray for me, and she was, you know, because see, sister, Elder Minnieweather and I go way back. We go back before she was elder, before I was pastor. And so every now and then we get on the phone and she, Kathy, and I'm Kim. So if I call Kathy and I tell Kathy, pray for Kim, and Kathy say, Kim, what's going on? I'm going to have to think twice. I'm just going to want her to go in and, and, and say, God, I, 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 I know you to do this and that. And if she keeps praying long enough, he'll give her the specifics. It might not be right pinpoint what it is, but she'll be in, in, in the area. Why? Because the Holy Ghost will be made intercession on my behalf through her prayers. Oh, come on, somebody. So let's shift our prayer life, y'all. I've been enjoying the prayers. I don't know about you, but Mother Mother Gloria had to call me the other day. I don't know what night that was that she, uh, who was that, Deaconess uh, Thursday, Deaconess Mack. That was her night, right? Deaconess Mack was Friday. You was Thursday. Who was Thursday? No, no, we didn't get there that far. That's this week. Anyway, they tried to bring it to an end, whoever it was. It was 8 o'clock. Mother Kim, no, 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 not, not her night. Not her night, the next night. They tried to bring it to an end at 8 o'clock. And Mother Gloria hollered in, and she just went in. And she called me. She said, Pastor, I'm so sorry. I know it's eight. I said, what is you apologizing for? Because that's what we want. We want to go in. We want to have those moments. We want to have those encounters that the Holy Ghost has moved upon us, and we can't help ourselves. It's just like fire shut up in our bones, and we got to say something. We got to open up our mouth and say something. So Ezra here, he, he, uh, um, oh, I forgot. This was impressive to me. I forgot. I have to go back later. Um, th- that was before. Oh no, that was right. That happens. That, that happens here. Okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So he called a fast, and they prayed. Look at what they prayed for. That God would give us a good journey, and protect us, our children, and our goods as we travel. Now, let me go back. He had silver and gold. Down here in these later verses in, in 24 um, to, to in verse 
I think it starts around about verse 26, he started talking about how much money he gave people. Well, I kind of added that up. And if we were to look at the dollar amount today, it would be $4,700,000. That ain't the lottery. He had $4,700,000 with him, plus gold and silver. And maybe some, some wood, some copper, and maybe some satin, some purple stuff. He had a lot of expensive, valuable things with him because they telling you their temple wasn't shabby. Their temple, it was, it was the bomb.com. When you went in that temple, you, your eyes went up and the ceiling had gold stuff in it, draped with gold and beautiful purple and velvet. and They had a beautiful temple. Him and these 1,488 men plus the women and children was traveling with all this stuff. He didn't have the king's military with him. Read the lesson. Go back and read this chapter. He did not have the king's army with him. Did not have no soldiers, no guns, no no boomerangs, no arrows, no 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 slingshots. He just had the priests and the Levites and more scribes. All this stuff. And then he gets them all together and he prays a prayer of protection. Why do you think he did not have the king's military army with him? He wanted to boast on God. He wanted to brag on God. He wanted to say it was by the grace of God we made it. Never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on our side. Ezra trusted God so much that he depended on him for everything. What about you today? What about you today? Do you have that much faith in God that you would travel with valuables without carrying your Smith & Wesson or your peace or your maze or your stun gun or what's that? Brass knuckles? Do you, do you trust God that much that you can go to the doctor and the doctor can say, I see A, B, and C? And you look him in the face and say, but by the grace of God? Do you trust him enough? Our bodies are frail, frail y'all. Our bodies are failing us. Are we trusting God to give us the strength we need to do the work he's assigned our hands to do? 
I might not can move as fast as I used to, but I'm still moving. What you need me to move? They fast and they prayed. And guess what? God answered. God answered. I don't know about you, but when we get done, no, while we're fasting and praying, <laughs> I'm expecting God to answer. God is answering. God is moving on our behalf. God is giving us favor. The Lord is on us. Things are happening we don't even see. We don't even know about. So stay focused. Don't stop fasting. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praising. Don't stop worshiping. And you ain't got time to go back to your old ways. Because time ain't as long as it has been. It ain't as short as it's going to get. You think you got time to suck and jive? Folks is dying every day. If I was at home, I'd say they wake up dead every day. Well, you know you're going to wake up, right? Oh, yeah, you're going to wake up. Somewhere. You're going to wake up. That's why I say they wake up dead every day. You're going to wake up because you're going to know if you're in heaven or hell. You will know, so you're going to be woke. It will not be a bad dream. <laughs> Let's stand to our feet. I, I'm, I, I'm, I hope you all not mad at me. I went over. I went over. I went over. We prayed today. We're going to go to the United Negro College Fund annual fundraiser with Jeremiah. Sister Kamisha and I will be going. So we praying that they have a successful event today and that people come out and have a good time and that we're all safe at the Hyatt Regency this afternoon. I don't know about you, but my relationship with the Lord has shifted. My desire to seek him, to please him, has shifted. My desire to do his will has shifted. Moving to the next level. Moving in the next season. And I want to encourage you and I want to say to you, hear it from me. Don't be left behind. Amen. Elder Miniweather read John 4 this morning. And I'm saying all this to bring it to your remembrance because somebody had already forgot what she read. She read John 4 where Jesus met the woman at the well. 
and told her all about herself. He made some things clear. And then he told her there will be a day and a time that's coming that you won't be able to worship me in the temple. In the temple where he says, my eyes will be there forever. Second Chronicles 7. Y'all yep. better see how this is working together. Elder Red John 4. Talking about you're not going to be able to worship in the temple forever. Deacon Ezra at Second Chronicles 7. He said, but that's where my name is going to be. And I will perpetually be in the temple. So you do know the temple ain't this building. We are the temple. And we need to be worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. Be sincere with what you're praying privately, publicly, corporately. Be sincere how you're worshiping, how you're praising, privately, corporately. And then expect God to show up. Gracious Father, we thank you for the word on today. We thank you for being in our midst. We thank you for the hearers of this word. And because we know that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing cometh by the word of God. So thank you for the word of God that came forth today. Thank you for increasing our faith that as we continue on this path, we will trust you and we will depend on you just like Ezra did. You haven't given us $4 million, but you've given us some gifts that we're to be good stewards over. You've given us a little bit of money to be good stewards over. Let us do what you require of us. Let us do what you called us and commissioned us to do. And we will be so careful to continue to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We thank you. We pray these prayers in thy son Jesus' name. And now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us, hence now and forevermore. What I say unto one, I say unto all, watch, pray, live holy, live holy, live holy every day. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Love you all. Don't forget tonight, 8 o'clock, the light of Portland. Pastor J.W. Friday is our guest speaker. You can put your offering in the offering basket. Sister Tanya, get the offering basket. Um, if, you are, if you're not here with us and you want to cash app us, it's dollar sign GSSMBC. That's our cash app, dollar sign GSSMBC. Cash App, or you can mail your checks to 1725 Northeast Morgan, Portland, Oregon, 97211. Be blessed.
you are great, yes, you are holy one. Walked upon the sea, raised that ass. Rain in majesty, mighty God. Everything written about you is great. You are great, yes, you are. Walked upon the sea, wasted it. You reign in majesty, mighty God. Everything written about you is great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great, oh yeah. Say you are great, say you are great, everything you are great. You are great. 